One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Hi, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to WJMS Media Artist Interview Series. It's your host, Tim Hughes, and with us today, doing it for Tuscaloosa, Alabama, we got KG. What's good, bro? What's good? How we doing? How we doing? How's it going, bro? What about you? I'm doing well, man. Yeah, I found out about you uh, from that stream, and I've just been listening to you ever since. So when I got this opportunity, I was like, damn, I got to start. I got a, I got a chance to connect with a bunch of cool people who uh, I've been following. So it's really cool to meet you, man. And, uh, I think you're, you're, you're making great music, so I'm happy to have you Appreciate here. Appreciate it, bro. I'm happy to be here. Um, nah, I actually um when you sent me the link to your SoundCloud, the um you know the little podcast, bro. I actually listened to about like three, four, five of your interviews, bro, just to prepare for this, man. <laughs> for real, you you really been grinding. You got a lot of artists on there too. Yeah, I appreciate it. I that playlist is actually uh, a lot of those are from like past interns. So like I'm an intern with this with this uh, media company. Okay. And uh, so, like the last, like f- the last, like four or five, maybe that were posted into that playlist have been me. Like that's the time since I've taken over. But yeah, it's been awesome. And like I said, it's so cool to like connect with people that I've been like following and listening to, and like getting to actually like sit down and talk with you. So I appreciate it. But um, I want to give you a chance to like tell people, introduce yourself to people, tell us like uh, where where you're from, what you're doing. What kind of music you make? Right. So, so look, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and go into detail, man. Cause look, cause folks gonna laugh when That's I say this. Want. Nah. That's what we want. That's what we want. I'm from Alabama, bro. I'm from Alabama. I'm from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So I'm from the city part. Like when I say Alabama, the most folks they think you know like the hillbillies, Embree, stuff like that, bro. They think everything, bro. Like I'm from I'm from Alabama, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the city part of it. Um, you, I've been I've been making music for a minute. Why well, I say I've been taking music serious for a minute, so probably about like three years at the most. Yeah, but um, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make it out, man. You feel me, bro? It's it's hard coming from Alabama. It's such a small place, but we got a lot of talent down here. So I'm glad that you know it's it's, it's finally getting recognized. I guess I could say. For sure, man. How old are you? I'm 21, bro. I'm young, man. I'm young, but I feel way older. I feel way, way older. Hell yeah, I'm only 22, so I'm I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. Uh, so you said you've been you've been taking music serious for three years. You said, but you've been doing it for longer. Yeah. So it's actually funny. Um, and I know when I blow up, somebody gonna find a way to find it. Um, but when I was, I say probably about fifth, maybe sixth grade. I actually made a um a song with a bunch of my homeboys, and I'm still cool with them too, like this day. But um, we made a song for our old rap group, our old rap group, cringe like cringe, bro. But <laughs> it's called Swag Officials, and we made a song. <laughs> we made uh called Amen Remix. It was to the Amen song with Meat Mill. Uh, and, okay. Um, 
yeah, we did a remix to it, and this was about like sixth grade. So after we did that, we all decided we was like, hey man, we really could do this music stuff because nobody was really doing it out of Alabama, like at the time. Because when I was shoot probably about eleven, twelve years old, so like nobody was really doing it, especially at our age. Man, so we used to walk around in school with a green binder, just full of paper. We never had beats or anything. And we would just write songs, and we would, like, pass the binder to somebody in the next class and let them write a feature to it or Damn. something like that. Yeah, so, so like, we was, we was actually trying to take it serious, but I did end up recording another song besides, like, some little goofy songs. I would record, like, on my laptop camera and post on SoundCloud. Um, but, but yeah, I didn't end up recording again until I'll say my, my senior year of high school, like maybe like a month before I graduated, bro. But yeah, they was horrible. <laughs> but yeah, so I started recording myself. And like I told you, shout out the bluff. He was like the first dude that actually like saw the potential in me and, and saw that like I could take the stuff as serious, like if he could. And, um... And yeah, so he actually um helped me out with the mixing, all of that stuff. He gave me a whole bunch of tips and stuff like that. And that's when I like started taking it serious. So that happened about like a couple of years ago. So yeah, so that's the story about me making music. But you know, like I always, I always been writing though, bro. Like I'm about from not even just writing music, writing books and stuff like that. I love writing. So yeah, so I just merged that in with my love of music. Damn, that's that's dope. The story about the green binder is mad funny. That's tough, bro. Yeah, bro. And the song's trash, bro. Like no beat, <laughs> straight acapella, man. Like literally. But just like to be doing that with your like sixth grade homies. Yeah, man. But um, yeah. so shout how out, did you? Shout out to uh, B Hub. Shout out to Paradox. Shout out to uh, Kobe. Shout out to LG. It was shout out to all them. But yeah, what you saying, bro? So, like, when did music, like, become part of your life? Like, when, uh, like, you were a little kid, did your parents listen to music around you and stuff like that? Like, when did so, you realize you liked music? So, my mom, she hate, she hate rap music. Like, she hate it. Um, see, my mom, she comes from, like, a real, like, my granny, she was real, real religious, real Christian-based. So, like, yeah, my mom, she hate rap music. Um, but my dad, whenever I rode with my dad, my dad would just listen to straight, um, Tupac, Ice Cube, and Eminem. Like, there was the three dudes that he listened to constantly. And, um, so anytime I rode with them, you know, I would listen to that. And then, so, um, I would get on my computer and then I would turn the volume down real low because I'm in my mom's crib. I turn the volume down real low and I'm just listening to old school Eminem. I'm listening to, like, you feel me, like, Ice Cube. Hey, shout out to Tupac, but I wasn't really just listening to Tupac like that, but yeah, I was definitely listening to some Eminem and Ice Cube. And so, like I told you, I used to, like, like writing books. So then when I just kept listening to the raps and stuff, I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what, man, like, like I could, we could write raps. And so we would freestyle, like, nonstop. Like, we were just freestyle. And like I said, shout out to my homeboy, B-Hub. He um he would just like make beats on the table and stuff in school. We were straight freestyling and stuff. And then so you know, that's when it led us actually recording the song and then and then from there it was the green binder and all of that. So that's really where my love for music started. But I definitely expanded like 
my in terms of what I listen to lately, you know, just like but back then, bro, it was straight hip hop, like straight lyrical rap, nonstop. That's all I used to love, bro. Definitely. So, um, how old were you when you wrote your first rap then you think? Wrote your first shoot, song. Doesn't have to be a rap. My first song, shoot, bro, it gotta be like I think probably like eleven years old. Probably Damn, like, right. about, like eleven years old. So and like and, and I'll complete by the Eminem, by the way. I'm talking about complete the stoic style from head to toe. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh what kind like did you does that mean since you like to write, were you really good in like English class or was school like not really your thing? Man, actually, and it's funny because uh, I like to think that I'm a pretty, like, intelligent person. So, English, yeah, English always. I love English. So, like I just, like I said, like I just love writing. But I was actually good in just about every every subject besides math. I ain't gonna lie, man. Math, yeah, math used to get me. But like, I found myself being good at other subjects just because of um, the research that I used to do out of school. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm a very uh, curious and open-minded person. So, the stuff that they would teach in school, it wouldn't interest me. But I would learn so much out of school. Like let's say, like history. Like I, I, I love like just researching history. I would oh, love yeah. looking at I'm the same black way. history stuff like that. And you know, so it's so interesting. So when you learn the net, though, you also learn other stuff, and it, it did it helped me in school a lot. But yeah, so. I wasn't I wasn't bad at other subjects. I say I was only bad at math. I was bad at math, but I was good, pretty good at every other subject. Yeah, it was the same way. I always got like good grades, but like school just like didn't do it for me. So I found myself yeah. like trying to learn, or, or I mean, I did learn a lot more like outside of school than I did in. I feel like, but I feel like that's like common now. Like school doesn't really teach you like, like you said. History the history that you learn in grade school is like basically fake. Like it's, it's all like white lied and like watered down versions of like actual history. So like, I don't know, screw that. I think you can totally be an intelligent person and like not with grade school. Oh, most, most definitely. And I actually um, read something. um, And I read it and I also saw a post about it, a video, a man talking about it, but they say school is the only thing in American history that hasn't evolved. Like, if you go back and look at school in 1920, besides, yeah. like, segregation and stuff, it's the exact same way. They teach it the exact same way, you know, desk, um, teachers standing in front. Like, school is literally one of the only things in America that hasn't evolved. So we're learning the exact same way people in the 1900s used to learn. It's kind of crazy when you think about it, dude. It's 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 insane. I, it, <laughs> Shout my teachers too, man. That don't get paid, not a thing. Yeah. You can't expect teachers to actually enjoy and and put they all in teaching these students if they don't get paid nothing. So I feel for them too. Shout out the teachers. <laughs> I feel you, and in my experience, like some of the teachers that I've had who, like, were actually real and like actually taught real stuff and like class might have actually been valuable like teachers like that are treated like even more poorly in the education system because they're like they're yeah. not you know abiding by the strict 
you know, interpretation of all the curriculum. So, yeah, something definitely needs to be done about it. But, uh, so take me to the green binder. Uh, you said you were in sixth grade when you when you started working on that? Yes, sir. Sixth grade. I actually, and it's funny because I kept the binder all the way till um, 10th grade because I moved. Matter of fact, no, ninth grade when I, I left it in the apartment that I used to stay in and I lost oh, it. Man. I actually had the binder. And, um... So see back then, you know, I told you I ne- I didn't I didn't record an actual song again till twelfth grade. So after sixth grade, when we recorded that song, and um we used to write in the binder, you know, it slowly fell off, of course. So by the by the time we were in like eighth grade, I actually would write and put the raps in that binder, write the raps in that binder, just basically for motivation and stuff like that. And and see, like I always, like I always knew that I was gonna make it music. So when I used to write songs, like, I took, I took them serious, bro. Like, that's when I started finding the beats and stuff. Like, around after, like, i say probably about eighth grade. That's when I started finding beats on YouTube, and I would write to them and stuff. And I used that green binder just to, like, I don't know, it gave me a little extra motivation and stuff. Like, like, like you're supposed to be doing this. You feel me? Definitely. That When you blow up, we got to track down that binder for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna drop an album called Green Binder. <laughs> yeah, mail me my Green Binder. But damn, so you said you you uh, the first song you ever recorded was just like on the laptop camera, right? You said, and then yeah, you, sure. when you were in 12th grade, you like recorded for real. Yeah, well, it was on some. What was it called? Audio One. Audio One. Um. They had a little um, kit at the store called Garage, Garage something. It was it's a little music store, and um, I went to it because I used to play guitar, so I used to like go to that store and stuff like that just to look at the instruments and stuff. I played the violin also, and so oh, that's dope. Yeah, so I saw I saw the um the equipment and stuff, and I and I was like, dang, like, and it was only like a hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, that's that's a pretty good deal. I want to start recording music and stuff, but I don't know if I'm ready to go to an actual studio, you feel me? So, so yeah, so I finally got myself to get up, um, went to the went to the garage store, bought it, and then I recorded my first song called Cold Like Snow. It's still on my SoundCloud. And, man, when I tell you, no mixing, like, nothing, bro. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even know about punching in. Like, I'm straight one taking all of my songs bro like i would i would restart them over and over again because I, I thought like you had to literally do it in one take all i knew was you do one one track of vocals for the verse then one track of vocals for the ad list like i would one take the whole song bro literally that's tough bro god well, that was the rough part man the rough part of recording hell yeah dude i remember when i first like got into it, making beats and like producing and stuff, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, bro. I said, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I basically did the same thing. I went, I went to Guitar Center and I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying to make beats. I don't know what I need. But um, you record your first song, you get your own equipment, and you basically like taught yourself how to do all that. Yeah, like so, like when I when I first recorded my, and I would gradually get better. 
And this is some advice for people that want to start making music. If you do record yourself, I feel like you should always wait before dropping everything you record. Just wait, give it a second, because you're going to improve with every with every song, you feel me? So, but since I was so eager to actually record, man, I dropped every song. Like, every song I would record didn't matter. Because, I mean, of course, when you record your own stuff, you can feel like it's good, you know? Um, So, and like I said, a lot of people in my city, they weren't rapping at the time. So, especially my age. So, when I actually dropped the song, I got, like, a lot of good reception to it, like, from the whole school. And it's around the time of graduation, too, because, you know, this was, like, literally, like, a month before I graduated. Damn. So, so, yeah, bro. So, I would record. I remember I recorded my first song. And, like, everybody was fucking with it. They was like, oh, shit, like, KG, he, he, because everybody knew I rap. Because I would, like, they would just tell me to freestyle and stuff like that. So when I dropped the song, like, everyone in my school, they were like, oh, shit, like, KG, he dropped music, like, it's hard. And I dropped, um, I dropped my second song, graduation, the day of graduation practice. I dropped my second song, and it was, ooh, I was from, bro, I was from the, ooh, that man, that shit was awful. <laughs> it was horrible, bro. And I still got that song up too. And and I remember, um, a lot of well, a lot of people actually enjoyed it, but a lot of people they was like, yeah, bro, that's not it, bro. Like, you know, that's not good. And so that was my first time ever hearing just like a little backlash, or you know, just like hearing people like not actually mess with something that I did. And yeah, so like that's when I decided, like, okay, let me. See, let me watch a few videos on how to mix this. And, you know, let me let me watch a video on how to add another track on this part and stuff like that. See, so that's actually how I learned how to, you know, just start recording myself and, and mixing and stuff like that. That's dope, man. I feel like it's always best when, like, people teach themselves. But um, yeah. when did you, when and how did you end up getting connected with uh, Bluff? All right, so... To be honest, I don't remember how we first talked, but um, we had been following each other on the ground for a minute, and we would always show love to each other's stuff. So, like, say I would drop something, um, and then he would be like, oh, yeah, bro, that's hard. He would drop something, I would be like, yeah, bro, that's dumb hard, like, you know. And um, so then one day, Bluff, he, uh, he uh, DM me, asked for my number, and then we talked on the phone. We had, like, like over an hour conversation just talking. And then he told me, he was like, yo, bro, have you ever thought about getting your stuff, like, um, like actually, like, you know, like, get somebody else to mix and master your stuff and all of that? And I was a little iffy on it because, you know, you know, I'm stuck in the way of, like, just doing stuff myself, doing my own stuff. And he was like, yeah, bro, he was like, because I mess with you so much, I'll do your first two songs like, completely free of charge, bro, and, um, he was, like, just to see if you actually, like, think that it's something you want to look into, and so I'm, like, the show, I, uh, chopped down the vocals and everything, sent it to him, and he sent me those, back, like, within, like, a, a day or two, and, man, like, that completely changed my perspective on, on rap, like, completely, because I never knew that I could actually sound that good, um, making a song, and so, after that, me and Bluff, man, we clicked, 
And that's how I um, made my first EP, or my first real EP. That's how I made um, all of those songs were mixed by Bluff, every single one of them. And, and like, that's, like, a big shout-out to Bluff because one of those songs, they actually went a little bit viral on TikTok. And it was actually, <laughs> and this is Bluff another time, so I wasn't even going to put the song on the EP. And see, I always used to ask Bluff every song I made. I would send to Bluff, and I'd be like, yo, bro, like, I need your opinion. Like, how do you feel about this? He told me, he was, because I wasn't really feeling the song, he told me, he was like, bro, I think it's crazy, bro. Like, you got to drop it. And, yeah, that song actually ended up, like, getting a whole TikTok dance to it and stuff like that. So, yeah, so, That's like, good. shout out to Bluff. What song was that? Um, it was my song, Apprentice. Um, you can you can uh look at yeah look it up I, on TikTok. Yeah, I think I definitely heard that one. Yeah, so yeah, so it was like um a couple on TikTok. I forgot their name, but they ended up um making a dance to the song, and she, it's crazy because she actually hit me up on Instagram. She was like, "Hey, I love your song. Um, and me and my boyfriend, we want to make a dance to it." And I'm like, you know, of course I'm not gonna tell you no, you know. So I was like, yeah, go ahead okay. and um. Yeah, and they ended up getting like over like two hundred thousand views on it, and it was a bunch of little kids just copying the dance and stuff like that, and it was crazy. Like I remember checking a lot of the videos I got lead. It's still like over twenty videos of it and stuff like that. But um, I remember at one point I would search it, and like it would be like it was like over like seventy videos of just people actually doing a dance to my song. So yeah, bro, that That's stuff awesome. that stuff was crazy, bro. And that's all, like, goes back to Bluff. So, yeah, so shout out to Bluff. How did that feel, like, seeing that blow up on TikTok and, like, having a bunch of, like, random people making a dance to it? Man, like, just motivation, bro. Like, when you – I know a lot of people don't think it because, like – and sometimes, like, you know, I can't even respond to air because I'm, I'm a busy dude. Like, I work and all that. But every time – anybody gives me a compliment on my music it's just motivation bro because it's like you look at it like okay you you you're not putting in work for nothing you know somebody actually is appreciating the stuff that you do stuff that you put out so when i saw that and i saw how many people was actually messing with the song it was like dumb motivation bro like i dropped that um days uh days before tomorrow the prelude i dropped that like not even a year after I dropped that EP. And so, like, I was just making music. Like, bro, I was, like, I was just making music. Every every new video would come would make me want to record another song, bro. So, yeah, so, like, just dumb motivation. That's all it can be. Definitely. Uh, that's dope that you're, like, so willing to, like, connect with people and stuff. I feel like that's, like, one of the main things that's so great about being a musician and, like, interacting in this space. But, um... When you when it comes to like actually writing your songs, like you said, you kind of just like spazzed and like wrote a whole bunch of stuff and released it. Like, where do you get the inspiration for the lyrics in the songs? Like, uh, do you make the like? Are you just going for like what sounds good, or is it coming from somewhere? Um, maybe a little so bit of both. Yeah, like it's two sides of KG. So like some songs. You will hear I wrote them, and then you know some songs like I free like I I can freestyle like pretty good. So some songs I'll freestyle. So like when I when it's those songs, it's literally just 
I'm making like the best song, you know. It's all about the vibe, you know. When you freestyle a song, you literally hear the beat and it just click in your head. So, you know, you saying the first thing that's like, you know, you saying the first thing like, okay, um, I can say this on the song and then you just go off of it. You're not really thinking about it. But um, in terms of me writing, usually the songs that I write, those are like the deeper songs or more lyrical songs, stuff like that. So, yeah, so when um when you write those it's 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 a certain vibe you get to it to where you're more than just trying to make a a, a great song but a more a more personal song you know a song that people can kind of connect with and people can relate to that's usually the songs that i actually write you know but like i say so like the turnt ones and stuff like that those usually the songs that i freestyle so on the ones that you uh, write more for, um, do you talk? Do you dwell on like personal stuff, or like I'm just curious where you find like, like what makes you write a song? Like, do you do you see Most like definitely. inspiration from other artists and stuff? Um, it's 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 um all of it, bro. So like, sometimes it can be just personal stuff. You know, some days you're driving in the car and it's raining. And, you know, you want to, you want to, it's drizzling. You want to take a little part, plug the ox up and just write a song to a little, a little sad or something. And then, you know, sometimes it's, um, you just scrolling through beats, listening to beats. And then, um, you, you just get inspired by the producer. And so then you just like, okay, I'm going to just write this and stuff like that. But, um, most definitely I, I got a little a rap group that me and my friends made. And so, a lot of the times when I'm writing, they'll hit me up like, hey, bro, I just wrote this song. What you think about this? And, you know, that's kind of like some inspiration. To, hey, okay, he writing a song. Let me write a song. So it, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff that go into it. But usually usually when I write a song, it's most definitely on some, I got inspired by the beat or by personal experiences. That's dope. So then when it comes to the beats, uh, like, what do you look for when you select them? Like, how do you go about that? Uh, man, I, I try I try my best to, to be on, like, any any beat, bro. Like, like I try my best to to go out of my comfort zone with beats. Like, and how I honestly feel, it doesn't matter. I actually got a song that I'm going to drop soon um, that you, you, you will understand what I'm saying. But, um... It don't matter what kind of beat it is. It don't matter who made the beat or what beat, like, the artist it caters to. Like, if I hear beat and, it, and and it's hard to me, like, bro, I'm writing, like, I'll write to it. Like, I actually I actually write songs for other people, too. Um, So, like, some some days I'll literally write songs that I know vocally I can't do and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll give it to one of my friends or, you know, I'll be like, hey, you need a song like this. I can, I can help you write this song. So yeah, so I'm, I'm like, I'm willing to try to attempt to be on any type of beat, you know. That's awesome. So then, does the does the beat selection come before the writing, if that's the case, or do you write stuff and like kind of have a beat type in mind, and then like you you find one that you think fits? Most definitely, um, the beat usually comes first. Um, now it is some days I'll just write, I'll like prepare something, you know, or I'll think of a bar in my head and I'm like, 
I want to make sure I can remember that and I just write it down, like jot it down real quick. But um, with me, I'm a I'm a perfectionist. Like you, you will never be perfect, but you work until you know you perfect it. So, so Definitely. I'm a yeah. So I'm a perfectionist when it comes to writing. So like I like to hit every snare, every clap, every 808. I like to try to fill in like everything with the flows and all of that. So like when I'm writing a song, I usually find the beat and I'll literally write two lines, two, three lines and starting the song all the way back over and rapping the whole song again until I get to those lines and then I write another line just because I I like my shit to be like perfect, bro, like literally. Definitely, dude, that's the way to be when you're dealing with like your own art and stuff like that. I feel like I get mad OCD about like anything that I do, like whether it's music or like handing in a paper for school, I'm like, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be the best one. Like, (laughs) otherwise I can't, like, I, I, dude, I don't even know why I'm like that. But, um, I think it's, I think it's usually it's just because whenever you're doing something for yourself, you notice every minor detail. Like you could be looking in the mirror and have a little, a little tiny pimple on your cheek that nobody could see, but you definitely, you know, like you looking in the mirror, you like, damn, that, like the pimple big as hell. And, and you can ask somebody else, like, hey, bro, like, should I pop this pimple? And they'll be like, what pimple? <laughs> like, you know, so like, I think it's just because when it's, you deal with the, your own stuff, you, you just notice every minor detail, you know, everything. Definitely. So then, um, do you have any interest in like uh like have you continued to learn how to mix and stuff like that? Like do you eventually wanna like retake over like mixing and mastering your own stuff or do you prefer now like to have it like sent to somebody else, like a fresh set of ears? So uh shout out for Ness. Um that's my engineer right now. Um I wanna eventually get back into it. You know, but um especially just because it'll help on features and stuff like that. You know, you don't have to, cause see, I actually go to the studio now. Um, my homeboy finesse, like he the goat. Um, I actually like go to him now and he mix and all of my stuff does, does everything. So, and, and so, but he, me and him, we have such a good connection right now. And like, you know, like I feel like we got real good chemistry recording wise. So, so like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy where where I sound right now, but I definitely, I definitely want to get back to it. It's just, it's just, I know it's going to be difficult because one, I haven't did it in a minute. And then also, you know, I'm, of course, I'm not going to sound as good as I would with him mixing my stuff. And I feel like that's going to kind of get to me. Like, you know, I'll record something. I'll be like, dang, I, I'll sound way better if I go to finesse and record it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get back into it eventually, but I'll say as for right now, I'm going to stick to like uh, letting him engineer all of my stuff. For sure. I feel like it, you know, it's probably better that way in some sense. Like, you know, you focus on what you do and which is like making the music and like it definitely helps to have solid team. And like you said, you have good recording chemistry. So that's always a plus. So. That makes me uh, wonder about like your work ethic and and uh, like how often are you recording? 
So right now it's kind of um it, it's not as it's not as much as I, it should be. It's definitely not as much as it should be. But since I've been so busy lately, um I've been trying to I've been trying to squeeze it in whenever I can. And see, I, I record kind of quick too, so like I could, I could end up doing two songs in an hour. So, but I I definitely need to get to the studio way more. I'm trying to get to the point where I'm at least going to the studio a couple times a week. Like, I'm at least getting, like, a couple songs a week. Because I could show you my notepad and my phone, and you would be like, dang, bro, like, why is, why haven't you recorded this or this or this? And it's just like, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of, and it's kind of frustrating for me. It's, it's kind of frustrating because I know I need to go back. But, yeah, bro, so I just, I just been handling a lot of stuff lately. But I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna try to get back on track and at least start pushing out at least two, three songs a week, recording wise. Damn, two, three songs a week. That's uh, you. Do you plan to release like two, three songs a week as oh, well? No, 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 no. I'll probably, I want, I want to um, get to the point where I'm at least dropping like one or two songs a month. I feel like that'd be like the best thing. But see, with me, I'm, I'm so. Like and it goes back to me being a perfectionist. I'm so um picky on just like what I drop, when I drop it, how I drop it, stuff like that. So I got to get better with that too, and just start dropping more music. But I want to get to the point where I'm dropping at least one or two songs a month. Word. So then it's safe to say that you have a ton of music recorded that nobody's heard yet. Almost definitely. I got <laughs> I got tons of music, bro. Like, I, I can't wait to drop it. Like, I got tons of music. So, do you... Uh, you kind of touched on it before, but um, do you plan, like, to put out all every song that you record? Or, like, do you record and, like, sometimes you decide, like, eh, this one's, like, not cutting it? Hey, look, I'm going to put you on game. Come up with you, man. I'm going to put you on game. I actually was thinking about so do do you do you make music by the way i know you said you produce uh yeah i, I i'm i'm just a producer though i don't like write okay so I, i'm like sure that. you can relate but will tom say you make a beat a month ago then you make a beat today right yeah. um so say you you know more you know way more with the producing side so then that beat would be way better, right? Like, yeah, in terms I totally of quality see. and how it sounds. So, with how I am, bro, and I like, I like to improve every time I go to the studio. So, I'll record one song, and then, and then I would like, I'm like, okay, how can I make this song better? What can I do with my vocals to make this better? So, I got a lot of songs that's so not old, but they they were recorded so long ago that. I know they aren't going to sound as good as the stuff that I record today. And, and, you know, so so what I'm thinking about doing is just basically making a little ED or a little tape with um, a bunch of my unreleased older songs. So um, I'm actually thinking about doing that where I'm dropping EP or um, a little small tape, my older recorded songs unreleased while I'm working on this uh, album that I'm working on right now. So, and, and, and this probably, be, yeah, like, and so, okay, so you think it's going to be dope. See, I just had to make sure 
because you know some songs they aren't mixed as well and all of that but i think it would be just a little fun you know, nah little i feel like that's like it. yeah that's like cool that like i wish people would do stuff like that after they blow up too you know like yeah. That that's that would be so cool to get like a, a bunch of songs from like your favorite artist that are like kind of still like in the works almost and like right before an album drop. I feel like that would be yeah. like, that would be like a sick way to to promote the album. Like I don't know who like who's your favorite artist. Like who do you think is your favorite uh, all the time or 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 like as a right like right now. now like who like who's your favorite artist right now? Give, give, give me. Give me yours first. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's, it's too hard. Um, let's just go with the yeah. cliche, J. Cole. Let's say J. J. Cole, Cole okay. dropped a bunch of tracks that were like off the desk, like not really finished tracks, and like right before his new album, everybody would go crazy. They'd be like, "Oh, this most is definitely." Best. Like, and see, and see, the thing about it is. With especially how I like my albums to be in my projects, I like them to be super cohesive. So like I like them to be, you know, like going. I like one song to feel like okay, it's going into the next song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely get so, that vibe. Yeah, so if like a lot of unreleased songs I got, they just don't make the projects because I'm just recording them for fun or you know certain stuff like that. And um. Yeah, so I definitely, I definitely want to do some, some stuff like that, man. I definitely want to, bro. Dude, I, I definitely think that that would be a dope idea. I would certainly listen to those songs. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, but appreciate, hey, appreciate that though, man. Oh God, that that just gave me motivation to, um, you know, go ahead and do that. So, but yeah, man, like I'm, and I'm gonna definitely, I'm gonna definitely send you some tracks uh, after we get off this. I'm gonna definitely send you some tracks and let you uh, get your opinion on them. Dude, <laughs> that would be so dope. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> that would be so sick. I would love that. And yeah, for sure. I, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll send you some of my tracks too. Get, get your opinion on them as well. I love like sharing music with people and stuff. So that would be freaking awesome, man. Yeah, that like music. I don't know how people can live without it, bro. Like music is, it's it would make the world go round. Like I go insane if I couldn't listen, if I couldn't listen to music, damn near every second of every day, bro. I don't know what I'd do, bro. Like, dude, honestly. a day when I was a kid, like a day where you forgot your headphones at home or something like that, and you had to go to school or something. Like, oh no, like, man, bro. I'm like that at work, bro. Work. <laughs> yeah, or just anything, like any any time. Imagine like driving in the car and like not listen, not being able to listen to music or something like that. Oh my god, you gotta have so yeah, that, that'll be man. Think about all the uh, awkward moment of silences <laughs> that you would have in life, bro. Like on God, man. I swear to God. Dude, hey, but yeah. um, to answer your question about my favorite rapper, this go is gonna be controversial. Okay, okay. But I might have I'm gonna have to go with Lil Dirk as of right now, man. I'm gonna have to go with Lil Dirk. Oh, uh, so you picking sides, huh? <laughs> hey look, hey look, I'm gonna be a little hey shout out Pokey Trey, but I'm gonna have to go with Lil Dirky yo Sprinky yo, man. Yeah, bro. Then maybe I shouldn't tell you that uh Young Boy is actually our number one fan here at WJMS. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie, I might have to get out now. <laughs> hey, I'm I mess with Young Boy though, and um 
I mess with young boy. I mess. I mess with Durkio too. And you know, it's it's unfortunate. Of course, you know the stuff with King Vine and all that. It's unfortunate. But you know, good music is good music though, bro. So I understand. I not definitely understand the pick and side stuff too, because you know when you got you got street politics involved with the music. Of course, it's gonna be some people picking sides. But yeah, Dirk, Dirk. He. I just feel like he a genius. I feel like just about everything that he he's doing, like these last couple years, is just so calculated. Like like everything bro like in terms just when he's dropping music the way he move who he dropped music with like bro it's just genius so yeah ever so since he turned there. himself in ever since he turned himself in he came out like doing crazy shit, doing yeah. and it's crazy because i really didn't mess with his music before that just because y'all waited two tapes like that's like yeah, the nah, first take I, dirt. I didn't really uh mess with him too much either and then i saw the video of him like turning himself in and he like put that whole song out about like the music video was him turning himself in. And yeah, then, I can't remember what the song was called, but I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I this re- is... hey, look, I'm thinking it's turn myself in. I think that's yeah, that, that's probably that's probably it. I was like, "Damn, this is really good." And then he when he came out of that, that was a weird time. Dirk turned himself in. Nobody was really listening to his music. Meek Mill was locked up. Meek Mill yeah. came out and everybody hated him. <laughs> everybody <laughs> loves Dirk. Hey, I forgot. I forgot about that, bro. Uh, everybody <laughs> hate Meek, dude. I feel like everybody still hates Meek. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think they hate him, but I think people don't take him as serious as he would want to be taken. Yeah, I feel like he lost. Like, uh, I don't know. He lost the like the the edge of like. Uh, the side of him that was like yeah, streets, more dense, you know. But Drake kind of, you know. Yeah, really. <laughs> Shout out Drake. <laughs> Shout out Drake. That damn. So if you could, if you could make a song with with anybody right now, you'd pick Lil Dirk, or is there somebody um, else? Could be anybody. Ooh. Right. That's a good. That's a good question. Um. So I, I got a couple of people. I, can I choose? Like, let me give you like my, my yeah. Top. Let's hear. Let's hear it all. So I would definitely want to make a song with Drake, just because I never have like, to work again. Yeah, well, that's definitely true. And 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 Drake, anything Drake touch is a masterpiece, bro. Like the the way that he can just switch up and do anything, bro. Like it's 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 crazy, and I I actually got Dirk in my top five, not Dirk, but uh Drake in my top five all time, because like just the things that he can do, like it, I don't think it's anybody who's as versatile as Drake, like nobody, yeah, probably not. Um, who else? I would want to do a um song with. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say. I want to do a song with J.I.D., but at the same time, I feel like he will watch me on a song. Like, <laughs> I, I feel, feel like, like it's people... hard for people to do songs with him in general. Like, he's just yeah. on that like super fast. Like, he's saying a thousand words a minute, like effortlessly. Yeah, effortless. Like, bro, like it's like he he wake up rapping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he wake up and go to sleep rapping. Um, I say I, I want to do a song with uh Denzel Curry. Okay, all right. Um, 
I'm 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 gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna throw Dirk up in there. I'm gonna throw Dirk Yo in there. And then I'll probably say J. Cole. I'll do a song with J. Cole. Definitely. Who wouldn't do a song with J. Cole? Hey, everybody in the industry wants J. Cole on a song. What how many how many times uh platinum is he with no features? It's like his every album before this last one. I had no every features. Album since, so what? I think it's three, three times, three times in a row. What was it? Platinum it was Forest Hills Drive, Four Your Eyes Only, and KOD. Uh, KOD. Yeah, dude, people sleep on KOD. I Thank like you, bro. Thank I you. I listen bro. like that album came out at such a weird time in my life. I was like a freshman in college, like, but yeah. that album is so good, bro. It's so good, bro. I actually got a funny story about that album too. Um, me and my me and uh one of my ex girlfriends we had just broke up, and oh, I remember yeah. yeah I was going through my little not posting on social media and stuff, and I think I actually went like and this I'm in high school so you know not posting like that's crazy, and <laughs> I went maybe like a month and a half not posting, not talking to nobody for real. All of a sudden, it got announced J Cole dropping the new album. Bro, I posted that next day, bro. I'm like, J. Cole just saved me. <laughs> Man, what? Perfect. And you know, he had it dropped in a minute, too, because it was 2014. So this was 20, what, 18? Uh, yeah, probably 18. Probably 2018. Yeah, so, yeah, remember. so, like. Man. Also, For Your Eyes Only was way better than people said it was. I don't care yeah. what anybody thinks. That, that is, like, I feel like that album is, like, truly a musical masterpiece like that album is so good it's i understand the criticism of the album well when people say okay like it's it's kind of boring or it's a sleeper album see i understand the criticism of it because i feel like that's an album that majority of the songs or a lot of the songs you need to listen to that album entirely just to appreciate a lot of the songs on the album so I guess I can see when people talk about it, they like, oh, it's a sleeper, stuff like that. But I mean, I feel like people say the same thing about, well, I feel like people should say the same thing about To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick because that was like damn near like the same vibe. I Like, you know, I got off from both of the albums. Yeah. I feel like the reason that uh, For Your Eyes Only got like so much hate was because like everybody was waiting for him to, basically drop forest hills drive part two you know like it yeah, was like the standard was so high like for him to drop an album and that wasn't even like i feel like he like didn't even really have that one planned i don't think like it kind of just like came about so i don't know but yeah man um yeah bro it, it's, you don't know what's crazy i feel the same as that way about that new roddy rich album Oh really? Yeah, it's like I gotta give it another listen. I give it listen another it listen, again. bro. I mean, of course, it's not touching. Uh, excuse me for being antisocial because that album is a classic. I don't care what nobody say, that's a classic. Like that album will go down as one of the, in my opinion, that's one of the best rap albums I've ever heard in my life. Like every song was damn near flawless. Like every song, so. When you wait a little bit, and then he dropped the new album, I feel like people was waiting on a part two of that album, and it's like, 
it's certain albums that you just can't touch. Like you can't you can't get better than like a lot of albums. And that's one album that I feel like you just can't get better than, bro. Like, you feel me? Of course you can grow from it and drop something that's either equal or 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 better in its own way. But like in terms of just like an album, like you not gonna get better than than that album, bro. That album was classic. Dude, even the the I can't remember if it was two or three. The mixtapes that he did, like before the first album, what were those called? Feed the Streets or something yeah. like that. Those were fire too. I feel like the, those have been lost like to time now. Like I gotta, I'm I'm about to listen to all those now. Damn. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, I, I did like a couple a songs. He dropping to, a, to feed the streets. Um, he dropping a new one. Oh really? Yeah, he supposed to be dropping it this year because like he said, the people was playing him with that album, so he said he was dropping the feed the streets. Another Dude, one. yeah, he's been he has been getting played with a lot like since dropping this album. Yeah, I, don't I feel like, bad for my boy Roddy. Did you see that <laughs> whole thing with like Whack One Hundred or maybe yeah, it was Whack One Hundred on, on like, the Club clubhouse? House? Yeah, yeah, that now that I ain't know Roddy was like that, bro. Like I know, I know. Well, he's done a really good job of like not like making that the premise of his brand. You know? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like I feel like it's a lot with the label too. But also Definitely. just his personality. He really not a an internet type dude. Like he don't really just, yeah. you know, see Roddy Rich or hear about Roddy Rich in the press and stuff like that. So when I heard that, I was like, damn, Roddy, like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I definitely definitely watched that whole freaking thing. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was weird to see him like like jump in like that since we like haven't seen that side of him at all as consumers of the music at least. Yeah. Damn, uh, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else uh, I should ask about. Yeah, mm. hey, hey, um, <laughs> just be on the look, bro. Be on the lookout, bro. I'm like, I'm finna, I'm finna start putting, I'm finna start putting in work, bro. Just yeah. be on the lookout. That's what I, that that's definitely where I want to go. So, what can we expect to see next? What you said you're working on an album right now? I'm working. I'm yeah, yeah. So I'm working on like uh, an album to where. Basically, in my city, it's a lot of a lot of people making music. So I'm working on an album to where I want to actually broadcast just the talent that um I feel like Alabama has. So I'm working on an album with a few features. I want to get and I want to get it perfect, bro. Like the perfect um the perfect mix of just KG and then Alabama. You feel me? That's and dope. um. And I'm also working on a little collab album with my twin, uh, Big Black. I don't know if you heard him on any of my songs, but yeah, I'm working on a little collab album with him. And it's like, bro, it's going to be insane. I'm going to send you a couple of the songs off that. And so that that one will probably come first, that collab album. Um, But yeah, so y'all can definitely be on the lookout for that. Absolutely. And where where um like can everybody find you like shout out uh like all your social medias and, and shit like uh, that? follow me on the gram at the Black Johnny Bravo. I'm getting stupid active on there. Been it's posting the best name. <laughs> no, you said it's the best name. name. Yeah, bro. Like when I made it up, bro. I, I'm I'm never changing it, bro. Like I'm gonna go down. It's gonna be my name for when I blow up all the way, bro. But yeah, follow me on the gram at the Black Johnny Bravo, and um. I'm on Twitter at Black Johnny Bravo, and yeah, so them them the two uh social media like I, I just use the most. So 
and I'm getting super active on Instagram. So yeah, definitely follow me there. Bet. And where can we uh, find the music mostly? Uh, is it SoundCloud or are you on all majors? Like I'm on Apple? I'm on all majors, and um, I do a few uh little SoundCloud exclusive songs too, just to you know keep in touch with with you know all of the um SoundCloud heads. So yeah, so SoundCloud they have everything. Then all the other streaming platforms, sometimes they get exclusive stuff. So, yeah, I'm everywhere, bro. For sure, man. Definitely recommend everybody check you out. It's been an absolute pleasure meeting you. Like I said, it's a crazy opportunity for me to get to just, like, come on here with people, that you know, making some of my favorite music right now. So I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to be here and just, like, chatting with me. and Yes, sir. And, um... And like I said, bro, appreciate it, bro. It's crazy just to even get the opportunity for, you know, somebody to fuck with my music enough to ask me to, you know, um, do an interview and all that. So, like, I really appreciate it. And, and you know, so this and this is my first one, too. So, this is my hey. first one. So, I'm going to shout. Look, when that, whenever I do my next one, I'm going to shout you out. I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to shout out the whole hey. platform. Let's so, yeah, go. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate you, man. It's definitely been a pleasure. to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com and subscribe to our newsletter so you can be up to date on everything.